Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hi, everyone. Uh, Karun Chando, just back from the Austrian Grand Prix. I'll be honest, it was not the most exciting race of the world, was it? I mean... There were probably two laps of excitement at the top, uh, four laps of excitement at the end, and a lot of nothing in between. But, you know, sometimes you do get these races. It's an odd one because the circuit at the Red Bull Ring should really promote lots of overtaking and good racing. But I think because it's quite a short lap and, and the field is quite, you know, tightly bunched, it does a lap time performance now, you don't see the big... Um, sort of overtaking moves and, and the gaps that perhaps you would expect to see. So, yeah, it's an odd one. Uh, before I go into the weekend, I really ought to talk about Thursday because we arrived in Austria and there was such a lot of tension um, after the, you know, the, the, I suppose it was the hearing, I'm not entirely sure what they called it, but the investigation into Sebastian Vettel's move in Baku. Um, and there was a lot of tension in the paddock between Vettel and Lewis and Mercedes and Ferrari and there's a lot going on there. Um, the Dutch fans were out in force and um, you know they filled the campsites and the Max Verstappen grandstand. So you know it is actually a really good atmosphere uh, and for the public uh, who come to watch and the fans who are in the grandstands, it is a great venue because you can see so much sitting in one space um, and you know going up to the commentary box, which is um, behind the the main grandstand itself, you can really. See you can see the atmosphere there. It's absolutely packed. And, uh, you know, it is a great venue to go to. Um, let's talk about the weekend. Valtteri Bottas has to be top of my talking points because I thought he did a, a really, really stellar job. I think, especially in qualifying, uh, you know, the Mercedes, when you look at the lap time comparison between the Ferrari and the Mercedes, the Ferrari looks like it's got more downforce and it does look like it's quicker in the corners. The Mercedes, particularly in the second half of the straight, really pulls back. Um, Valtteri got a little bit of a slipstream, which I think helped him as well on his pole lap. But, you know, there were a lot of small factors that contributed to him getting pole. Um, you know, Mercedes clearly very strong when it comes to turning up the engines and getting the peak power for that last part of qualifying. Uh, and I don't think Ferrari are quite there yet. So... That, combined with a little bit of slipstream, combined with really a very, very strong lap from Valtteri, allowed him to get pole position. So, um, great effort from him. You know, it was uh, surprising to see Lewis not really able to, to uh, you know, do the lap. And I wonder, you know, Lewis knew from Tuesday or Wednesday, we believe, that he knew about this penalty coming. So, you know, Mercedes chose to wait till Friday night to announce it to the rest of the world. But, you know, he knew about it uh, and really he almost seemed a bit deflated and a bit demotivated when it came to qualifying. He just didn't, didn't seem to be the Lewis that we've seen in Baku and in, in Canada where he's, you know, bounced around into qualifying and really gone for pole position. Here he sort of, it was okay and he got third and became eighth with a penalty. So, um, yeah, 
a little bit of not sort of subpar qualifying in the race he was great you know coming from eighth up to fourth was a it was a good strong performance but um yeah i think he'd be a little bit disappointed because if he'd started sixth um he would have maybe had a better chance of getting past ricardo you know in the end he was probably a lap or two away from getting ricardo and uh that you know those points could be crucial at the end of the world championship phase uh and world championship fight i should say um vettel and ferrari yeah damage limitation i suppose um it was odd because in the first stint valtteri just destroyed him you know valtteri disappeared 7 seconds off the road and it looked like sebastian and ferrari had no chance to compete against him but as the race went on in the second stint valtteri started to get blistering on his tires and uh for those of you on on twitter would have seen um the picture i posted i i took a picture of valtteri's car underneath the podium and you could see the rear left the band of blistering on the tire so i think he did really well to actually you know hang on to that and and get those um you know the the performance he needed at key points of the lap to make sure he stayed ahead of sebastian and you know sebastian said it was very reminiscent of russia last couple of laps um you know he felt he needed two laps more to get the move done and uh, it would have worked out okay for him just get a sip of my bucket of tea um let's talk about red bull i thought that was their uh, most convincing performance in a normal dry race i'm just looking at the results um they you know to finish within 6 seconds of the winner yes valtteri had tire trouble but seb was also there to get within 6 6 seconds on a normal dry race i think was a fantastic effort from red bull it clearly shows on a circuit especially which isn't really going to be favoring their their car's performance i think they they were very happy with that i spoke to christian horner i spoke to simon reni um daniel's race engineer and they were both very buoyant about the result and very almost pleasantly surprised with how competitive they were because on friday and in qualifying they they didn't quite look like they were there and it it, it went well for them on race day unlike the other side of the garage max verstappen he does seem to be the new mr lucky i always thought it was jolian palmer who keeps having trouble in free practice but max it all goes wrong for him on race day doesn't it you know canada baku and here now three races where you know arguably there's probably let's say 40 points gone out the window between those three races that's a big chunk of points you know for max so i could see why he was massively disappointed um once again it will come good for him you know he's driving amazingly well all through the weekend he looks stronger than daniel his qualifyings have been strong his free practice pace every time he gets in the car he's just on it and uh, red bull love that about him and i i could see why you know he's he is one of those once in a generation talents that comes to formula 1 and i think um uh you know when it, when they get the reliability and the luck he will be devastating and there's no question about it good race for force india both cars in the points i think perez did a very good job he looked on the back foot in free practice and he dug it out when it came to qualifying and in the race he he really got a long way ahead of ocon so i think you know i, th- I think ocon is very good i really rate him highly and for sergio to once again remind the team that he's a you know he's a top class act I think was a a really good effort for him. 
Williams got two cars in the points and a little bit of luck involved, but you know, once you actually look at the race pace, they weren't so bad. You know, which begs the question of why they were so far away in qualifying. 17th and 18th on the grid, um, you know, that was really not good. And they were completely confused as to where the performance had gone. But come the race, actually, Massa's pace relative to um, Ocon wasn't too bad. And he, he went with Ocon and, you know, was within a few seconds of him. So that's really pretty good. So, um, yeah, I think, you know, they, they, they'd be definitely doing some uh, uh, proper investigative work as to why they couldn't switch the tyres on and qualifying. They just couldn't get the tyres to work on either car, which was a bit frustrating. So on to Silverstone next, the British Grand Prix. Um, there's there's going to be a lot of intrigue as to, you know, this is the first true high-speed circuit we're coming to since Barcelona. And I wonder, from the, the information we've seen so far, uh, especially in Austria, you know, the Ferrari looked amazing in the high-speed corners. And I wonder, are Mercedes going to sneak in a bit more downfalls? Are they going to bring updates? You're constantly seeing lots of bits and pieces coming to those cars. They're pushing hard. 20 points now, the gap in the World Championship between Seb and Lewis. So, um, and I'm sure Lewis will be massively motivated to get a win on home soil here in front of the, the fans at Silverstone. So it's always a great event. It's, um, it's a busy one um, for, for us you know, working with Channel 4, but I'm sure for, for the fans, the weather's been amazing in the UK so far. So hopefully that holds on. It should be a, a fantastic weekend at Silverstone. So, if we, uh, if you're not in the grandstand, um, we, I mean, if you are in the grandstand, hopefully we'll see you there. And if you're not, then obviously um, you know you could join us on TV. But it, it should be a great race, uh, all the same. See you later. up what was that boring no flavor that was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week kiki palmer here and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free hello fresh jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. now that's music to my mouth hello fresh let's get this dinner party started discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com